Now, I'm really hoping the audio works well now. I'm in a different room. You are. You're in a different location. He's in a different state. Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm with your hosts, Matt, Luke, and Dan. Multiple Nerdgasm, your guide to all things nerdy. I'm in a different state. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. A state of decay. You're in New South Wales now again, right? Yep. I'm back to being a New South Welshman. Are there Mm. tax implications for you working in a different state? I don't think so because it's Australia and we're not- we don't make things confusing. Are there still things that are <laughs> legal in Canberra that aren't legal in other states? Um, Luke's about to find weren't, out. <laughs> things weren't. I think you're referring to uh, marijuana. That was never legal in Canberra. I'm actually thinking about fireworks, but go for it. Fire, no, fireworks. They, they've got I was thinking about something completely ago. different. Yeah, yeah. Child <laughs> pornography is what I was thinking. <laughs> Like, no. my body might be in Canberra, but my dick is in New South Wales. <laughs> no, so fireworks, they stopped being sold to the public the year I moved here, which sucked. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, is there some kind of causality attached to that? I'm not saying anything. <laughs> We've got to stop him before he hurts himself. <laughs> <laughs> but So I'm getting used to being back here. It's, it's weird. Queenian, where I live now, it feels like a small, it feels like Penrith. Hmm. Yeah. Because you got bashed yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Penrith 20, 30 years ago, that small country town oh, feel. Oh, wow. When you yeah, like, right. couldn't walk at night without getting hit with a plank of wood by some homeboys. <laughs> or my father. <laughs> you he just shows up when now. your dad used to wait for me in the dark. Yeah. He's like, back in my state, are you? Used to, show, used to love showing all my friends love, as he called it. Oh. Which mainly consisted of hitting them with stuff. Put these yeah, socks right. in your mouth. So can't do no that these days. You scream. Agreed. Can't, you can't hit other Agreed. people's kids anymore. <laughs> Nanny state. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Matt, do you remember that Mitchell and Webb episode where it's like Captain Cook and he's, he gets yeah. off in Australia and they're in the bush and he's like, you know where, where this reminds me of? Wales. And then the other guy looks at him and he's like, well, not North Wales, obviously. <laughs> Yeah. One of the things I'm really looking forward to being in New South Wales now is we can get my, I can get my driver's license on my phone. Huh. Oh, wow. So I don't actually That's have to carry my wallet with me anymore. Wow. I'm dreaming for that day. Huh. Australia's come a long way since I left. <laughs> Your money is jewellery now, isn't yes. it? Yes. So I don't use cash. And I don't mean that, I don't mean that in the old-timey, like, pirates yeah. used to put all of their savings for- into an earring. For American <laughs> listeners, Australia literally is like Mad Max where you buy things. <laughs> I pay for everything with my ring. Yeah, you do. Yeah. I'm still shocked by this. So I've had this ring that I used to pay for everything for like two years and people are still amazed when they I use it. Yeah, right. I'm just- How? Do you always wear it? Is yeah, it like it a wedding ring where you just never- doesn't come off. Okay, so <laughs> he it's takes his wedding waterproof ring off. and- <laughs> He can't pay for things with his wedding ring, Dan. <laughs> his wedding ring is actually a uh, is a Prince Albert. Yes. <laughs> but no, it just stays on there. And you just kind of wave it around. In all seriousness, Luke, I, I, I forget, but I have a hazy memory. Do you, do you have a cock ring? No, I do not. <laughs> Did you ever? No, I've never had a cock ring. I've thought about it. Mm, okay. And then I've gone, no. Because mm. I remember- you do have everything getting, else pierced. Yeah, I've got everything mm. else. But like, I remember getting my nipple pierced and- how sensitive that area gets while it's healing. Mm. And then I'm going, I don't oh. want that in my cock. Mm. Yeah. And especially yeah, with yeah. penis being Purposeful. a little bit more sensitive. Yeah. Genital mutilation is, is a next level, <laughs> even for people that <laughs> that do enjoy tattoos and piercings. Yeah. Yeah, people I, mean, do I wouldn't some, get it. People do some strange things to yes, themselves. They do. But who are we to judge? No, 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 I'm not judging. I'm just... Whew. No thanks. Some of those. That looks good, Luke. Leave procedures. that on. Leave what on? The cock the ring. The light you just put on your face. <laughs> ah. I just don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you should get one. Actually, that does look good. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah. yeah. You point <laughs> it at your dick Hold where the ring would yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so what's been going on this week? We've got some gaming news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've all been playing games by the look of it. Plus, there's some new stuff on the horizon. Where do you want to begin? People are listening to me again, and they might be making a game I want. Hmm. That's true. Well, I think that's happened to me this week too, Luke. So uh, go ahead. What's yours? 
So I've been wanting them to basically make an X-wing or a Tie Fighter game again. Mm-hmm. Like they yeah, haven't made a few times. They haven't made one of them in a very long time. The last one they made was X-wing Alliance. Mm-hmm. It seems like an obvious fucking like it. it, it it's a gimme, right? Like a, yeah. a it's a, a Star Wars space shooting game. Fucking print money, print right? money. So yeah. yeah, so it's been leaked early. And so they've fought, they've come out and said the announcement's coming on Monday, and so we'll find out a bit later about They're what it actually possibly is. Possibly a trailer might even be coming Monday. Yes, mm. now that's going to be exciting. I'm really hoping it goes more the X-wing way than the Rogue Squadron way. Do you remember mm-hmm. that game? The mm-hmm. one that's the so they the one they kind of like on rails and you do all different things. No, that's Rebel Assault. Oh, oh, oh okay. So there was another yeah. one that, that was came garbage. out. One of the level. Remember Shadows of the Empire? That that mm-hmm. Nintendo game. Yeah. There was, there was a level where you played in the Snowspeeder, and they made that into a Rogue Squadron game, which is more of an arcade game than X-Wing was. Mm. Oh, okay. You want, like, which, a literal simulator. I want more of a simulator. I'd love to be flying around an X-Wing again. In VR. In VR. Oh, God, I would with love fucking, that. With fucking- Now you're with talking. controllers, like a throttle and shit. And if you're thirsty, you've got to milk a big cow- Straight from the teeth. <laughs> Instead of an R2 unit, you've just got a fucking space cow in the back of the ship. Just I've got my fucking engorged tits behind yeah. your head the whole time. Got my, ex- my controller ready. Got my throttle, my yeah. joystick. Wow. I've got yep. my VR nice. headset Stop. ready. Yeah, we've seen yeah, where the ring's going to go, Luke. Put that away. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll wait and see. I, I have a feeling it will go more the Rogue Squadron, more arcade just because it's mm. EA and... Yeah, probably. Now, is this going to be a next-gen only game, do we think? I, at this point, I would assume so, right? It's mm. hard to know these days, though, because mm. a lot of the games that are coming out, they're going to, like Cyberpunk, it's coming out on this generation, but we'll also just upgrade to the next one. And I think yeah, I guess it depends on start doing that. I guess it depends on when they start when they started development on it. And also the new generations, and we've got some, some news about the next generation of consoles, too. I guess it depends on what they support. Yeah. Right? Mm. I know like with a- uh, Xbox, they are doubling down on that it's all going to work across everything. So everything yeah. that works on Xbox One is going to work on the new Xbox Series X. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of games, well, I mean a lot, but some games will release content updates to, like, get the, the I, like, for example, Witcher 3 is on uh, Xbox. I assume it's going to work on the new Xbox. Mm. And- Knowing CD Projekt Red, they'll probably put out like a texture fucking, you know, like mm. increased resolution pack for it. Usually Would have kind of thing. already said they're doing that. We, well, Rockstar's doing it with GTA Five. Yeah, right. That was announced Red. at the Sony presentation. It's all well and good to be backwards compatible to Xbox One, but I, I really want a new console to be compatible with the original Xbox so that I can yeah. play Kung Fu Chaos again because <laughs> yeah. I really do miss that game. Is that not on... Um the backwards compatibility list? Nope, it is uh, not. Uh, oh, unless it is now. Last time I checked, it was not. They, they, they sort of stopped with that backwards compatibility because they were starting to bring some games up to speed and allowing it, but then they've gone, we're not doing any more. But, yeah, going forward, that's going to be something that they want to happen. So every future mm. generation will be able to play the last one to stop this mm. branching off, which is a good idea. Yeah. It is a good idea, but also at the same time, it's not as much of an enticement for you to buy the new console. Well, the thing know? about it is a lot of people think they want to play these old games, <laughs> but they don't. If you have the option there, you actually don't go back and play them. I know, and man. I play a lot of old games. I do sometimes. You do sometimes, but not as much as you'd think you would. I would. Maybe. I actually tend to play, if I want to play an older game, I'll buy it again on PC yeah. and play mm. it because yeah. if I try and play like a even an Xbox 360 game I'm like Ugh. yeah yeah clunky well, as they actually get stats now it's not like back in it used to be where it's sort of like they would guess how many people finish it and playing a game now they actually know yeah. you, you oh, yeah, yeah. Chief, it's how many people finish a game which yeah. is an amazing amount of games that people buy that they just never finish I wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you, <laughs> yeah. it's in the hundreds for me. And I'm not talking mm. about like even just the big ones like Red Dead or anything. I'm even talking about like Call of Duty and Halo. There's so many people who've never finished a campaign in that. Yeah. Well, you mentioned Red Dead, and uh, and obviously we've talked on this podcast at length about how, I mean, Matt and I didn't finish the main story of Red Dead. You did. I, I believe. tried to play it again this week. So yeah. Right. Follow up on that if you want, but yeah, tried. Uh, 
Yeah, I did try to play mm. that again this week. Yeah. 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 See? No, it's boring. Yeah, it's really boring. As soon you as I, the really- game loaded up and I started to, to walk around and he yeah. walks so slow I know. that I was like, like no. you know what? Nah. <laughs> And then even this. when you get on the goddamn horse, you're like, I'm so far away from anywhere I need to be. Yeah. Well, it takes you like 20 minutes to ride somewhere. Yeah. yeah. But you know what was a really, really good game and was actually mm. nothing like this? Was Red Dead 1, the first one. And Red apparently- No, no, not that just, one. But the first Red, Red Dead. Dead Redemption. Yeah. The, uh, no, no, no. The, the one before this, that this is the prequel to, but there was actually a much, much- Better game. Oh, oh, Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That, was, that was a good game. Yeah, that, yeah. See, actually, I played through that. Yeah, so did I. So did I. And, in fact, I played through DLC for that as well. Like, that was a really good game. And apparently, apparently, they're remastering that. And well, okay. I'm, I'm interested. See, why? Just, how, how come it couldn't be the same? To me. Um, not the same, but, like. What it is is because they made it so much bigger and tried to make it more immersive, and that's where I think if you take out the travelling in that game, how long it takes you to travel everywhere, Mm. I think that a lot more people would be able to play it and finish it because that's where a lot of the time is. And it can get. But I also feel that yeah, that's that's the thing. I I feel the storyline is just not as interesting. The character is not as interesting. Like the the first one felt more like a western to me. You know, like you start on a ranch, the story gets better. And that's the yeah, thing. Like, it doesn't start off strong. It ends strong. But to get yes. to that point, like the first couple of hours of that game is painfully slow where you're just mm. in the mountain going through the yeah. snow. and Mind you, the first, in terms of gameplay, the first couple of hours of the first Red Dead were also quite slow. You're just fucking breaking in horses and fixing fences on a ranch. Yep. But, mm. you know, you're there, you're sweet on the woman who owns it. There's bandits coming in pretty soon. Yeah. you got to get into gunfights, and then you go down to Mexico and, you know, there's all this cool shit. Whereas this one, it's I, I just feel it's so pedestrian. This one ends how the first one started. So you end mm. on the farm, mending fences. Right. And it it literally butts up against it, right? Uh, basically, I've also heard that at a certain point in, in number two, you can open up the map from the first game. Yeah, yeah, like you do, that's, that's sort of the epilogue at the end. So you actually, the house that you start off with that John Marsden starts mm. with, you build that house. Yeah, right. Oh, right. Okay. See, that's cool. And if if it didn't, if I didn't need 70 hours of gameplay to get yep. up to that, I would be very interested in, in looking at that. Well, because I loaded it up and I was like, I'm like, all right, where, okay, he's walking really slowly. This is mm-hmm. probably not going to be great, but I'll see. Uh, let me check my quest log. Oh, there isn't one. No, there isn't one. No. So what? So what was I supposed to be doing? Oh, I have no idea. I can see that there's yeah. dots on the uh, map. I got to go and I talk to remember- someone. Yeah, they're people to talk to. I go talk to them. Nothing to do with the main storyline. They were like, "Oh, let's go rob this thing." I was like, "Oh yeah, all <laughs> yeah. right." I just and I, I don't know no which fucking idea what I'm which doing. Which bits then- are the main storyline and which bits are bullshit side quests? Go and go and catch ten fish. And then I'm like, "Oh, I found his journal. Open up his journal. He's just yep. drawing pictures in there." I'm like, "Oh, what is that for again? I don't remember anything." <laughs> this is not a pick up play for half an hour and then come back in a few weeks game. This is something nah, that you need to not. play. <laughs> mm. But not yeah. only that, I feel you need to really want to do everything in a game for it to be worth it. Like, like I've I've got my my guy wearing a pretty good hat and pretty nice vest, and I don't want to change that. And so yeah. it's boring. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. You, focus on growing your beard. That's what I did. Yeah, in real life, in that's real what life, I'm doing. and in the game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, cu- <laughs> I cut my beard, and my I cut an inch and a half off my beard, mm. and. I always regret I when I do I'd that. Forgotten how small my chin is. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, yeah, I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, "Where is my fucking chin?" <laughs> yeah, I have that problem. But the reason we're talking about uh, consoles and the reason next gen comes up so much is because yeah. uh, we now have a look at the the PS5. God, that thing is ugly and big. Really, I like it. I think it looks cool. I think it looks better in black than in white. Yeah. As well. It's a big shift from- Wait, is there a black one? I thought there was only the white one. I have seen it. I don't know if it's just conceptual, but- uh, It's a big shift from what- Oh, yeah. It's like- stations have done in the past. It's I mean, unwieldy. it's very arty. It's mm. not a box. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's very tall. It is. It looks like a like a, like Evangelion mech. 
or whatever the fuck those things are called. It does. It does. It's got the angelic shape Yeah, with the little little horn things at the top. I don't know. I like it. I think it looks cool. It looks like the future. Maybe I'll get one of these instead of an Xbox. I'm never going to get one, but I am excited that they've announced it. Oh, here's how the PS5 could look in black. Oh, okay. So somebody's just done a mock-up. But yeah, maybe I'll get look, one of these instead. It does look cool. We'll see. But the 360 was white. <laughs> Luke's looking annoyed. <laughs> yeah, as if we're going to get this. Well, it's- but I really do hope that they announce the price of this soon so that Xbox can go ahead and undercut yeah, them. They're the both staring each other down. No one wants to sort of go first. <laughs> you know what this reminds me of? You know, the first time I ever watched Olympic cycling- and was really confused why they were going <laughs> so slowly. Right. You guys have seen that, right? I was like, what the fuck? Because they've got to do it for a long time, right? Is that what no. no. No, 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 no. It's just that if, if you're the first one to start accelerating, you're probably mm. going to lose. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay, I guess I don't know a lot about Olympic cycling. I guess it's not a surprise to anybody. To be fair, Matt, I don't know a whole lot about it either. <laughs> <laughs> Something about the slipstream. I don't know. But basically, you want you want the other person to start gunning it first, so that you can just sail past them. Yeah. So you get into their slipstream, <laughs> so you're not exerting as much energy then. And then when they start to tire off and you're closer to the end, that's when you slingshot around them. You'll still get that little bit more energy to go. There must be a diminishing return for that, though. I noticed from playing Olympic games on the Xbox. <laughs> I've just seen. A picture of what the PS5 is going to look like on its side, and I no longer, I, I no longer think this looks very good. It looks like oh, a pistachio really? nut. Oh, is there a reason why <laughs> they only showed the pictures with it standing? Then it looks fucking weird on its side because it looks like it's peeling open. It looks like a, like a pistachio. Oh, it just looks okay. So when it's upright, it looks artistically it looks kind asymmetrical. of majestic upright. Yeah, but when it's lying down, it just looks like you put it too close to the heater and it. Kind yes, of it looks broken. Oh, yep, I can see that now. Well, I was so, never going to buy one. No. So, what are the specs in this good? I don't, I have no idea. The specs in, the, I mean, I assume they're going to be about they're the same. They're not going to be bad. Looking. They're going to be about the same. I think the, honestly, I don't so much, uh, graphics to me are at a point where I don't really care too much anymore. Yeah, I got you with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all about, well, the, the difference, I guess, is stuff like for open world stuff like Cyberpunk and, um, I guess Red Dead too. Mm. You need you need processing power to you know handle the world. So yeah, I think the big thing that's coming out of this generation is a lot. Of, they're all going to have like uh, solid state drives, and the load times are going to be yeah. faster. And that's what mm. I'm looking forward to. I have a USB solid state drive for my Xbox, and it does make a difference. Mm. Now, Probably not if- enough of a difference to justify. The price it was, but <laughs> it makes some difference. Well, it does make a difference, but you've got to remember it's still going to go through that USP point. So Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, well, I'm excited to see how the the One X. One yeah. X? No, Series X. Ser- Series X. Fucking so, give it a proper name, you fuckwits. Well, they, it's a better name than are. Xbox One. Well, the reason why they're sort of just sticking with that Xbox Series X is because everyone's just going to call it the Xbox anyway. Yeah, I know. Just call it Xbox 2020. Mm. They they really honestly could because everyone's just like you call the three sixty to three sixty, but then after that it's just Xbox. Because everyone says, "Oh, it gets less confusing like iPad." I, that's not less confusing, right? If I say, "Like if you, oh, what iPad have you got?" Oh, I don't know, it's an iPad. I'm like, yeah, but yeah. it actually does fucking matter if you want to mm. run certain things. Like now, it's you got an Xbox. Which Xbox? Oh, I don't know. It's just an Xbox. Well, that that matters. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you try and if you want your grandparents to buy you a game, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember when like my grandparents were like, and you would have to try and explain like Sega, not Nintendo, because yeah. they they're all the same to <laughs> at that age. Yeah, is that the one you wanted? That reminds me of another Mitchell and Webb sketch. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I fucking used to love Sega when I was a kid. I was Sega over Nintendo. I was always yeah. Sega. Yep. Yeah. Till a certain point when I saved up and bought myself a Nintendo Entertainment System because I was like, oh, you know what? They have got some good games. Mm. So I used to rent uh, NES occasionally mm. if there was a game that I really just wanted to play. Yeah. yeah. Because back then you could rent a console from a yeah. from a video store. Mm-hmm. Can you do that now? Probably not. There aren't video, video stores. There aren't video stores. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think the last blockbuster right. in America closed down recently, and I was surprised yeah, to hear right. that there even still was one. Yeah. I think there was a documentary about that last one. Yeah, I there? think you're right, actually. I, don't, I haven't mm. seen it, but I think you're right. Yeah, I think there was. Look, I don't want to talk about this too much um, mm. because I've, I've flogged this dead horse uh, enough. I um, thought we finished on Red Dead. But I played, <laughs> I played I three games. I played <laughs> three games of Civ Five this week. Ooh, um, three games because three all the way through because it's just such an easy game for me to just pick up and play. I'm so bored of games at the moment. I just there's nothing that can hold my attention now. I haven't turned on my Xbox. Disco Elysium ruined me a little bit. I've just got a little bit of brain fry. <laughs> yeah. um, but I played three games of of Civ Five, and then I was like, I'm gonna try one last time to get into Civ 6. I'll mm. get over what it, whatever it is that was holding me back. I'll just ignore because it's clearly just going to be Civ 5 with more features. So just fucking do and it. cartoony graphics. It's Yeah, I think aesthetically it really held me back because it was so cartoony. Mm. Um, so I played it for about two hours the other day mm. and realised that, no, it's just not a very good game. If this was the first Civ that I ever played, I wouldn't have gotten addicted to it really? in the same okay. way as I did with Civ 5. No way. Um, mm. It's just not as precise. There's just... There's just something about Civ Five. So I played two games of Civ Five, then one game of Civ Six, and then played another game of Civ Five afterwards. Huh. See, right. I, I can't. And now play- I think I'm I- done. I think I'm done forever now. <laughs> for a, for I, a little while. I think yeah. I've played Civ Five once, but I played it once for twelve hours straight. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did a. There's a stretch where I was like, I'm going to get good at Civ. So I got Civ Five, <laughs> and I watched some guy on YouTube who was very good at it, and I just like watched these videos and had to see look, and now i'm saying this i'm like oh, i want to do that again i'm gonna get good at civ again no, I, I never did get gonna good go at watch it. him no i will <laughs> that's what i'm saying I w- i'm gonna i'm basically i'm just gonna watch the videos and then i'm gonna probably play something else that's how it actually goes the, thi- the thing is though because I, I i'm pretty good at it but i i know mm. there's people on whole levels above me because yeah when i watch youtube and and dudes are playing and they're like oh, look, I'm looking at the yield for this tile and I'm like, fuck that. I'm just fucking shooting other sieves, you know? Like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mm. They play a different game. Mm. Well, speaking of a different game, I did play a different game. So I <laughs> I watched, oh, see, I don't know how to, there's, there's, there's links here, right? Okay, so the, mm-hmm. the reason I played this game, we'll start here. I watched a movie first. You want to tell us what the mm-hmm. fucking game is? No, you want to lead into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I watched okay. a movie. We don't have to go on about it. It was not great. I watched Bloodshot. Oh, yeah. Couldn't pay me to watch that. With uh, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel, or as I call it, blood shit. Vin Diesel's mm. blood shit. Oh, yeah. was that good? It was all right. He got he get no, Vin Diesel. That. What's that? No, it wasn't all right. It was all right. I don't have I was to in, watch it to know that. I, I mean, I, I watched it all and I wasn't bored. So I was just, just wasn't. Anyway, so he's, Vin Diesel plays a, he's like a, a, a Special Forces guy, I guess. He gets killed. He he gets captured and then they kill his wife in front of him and then they kill him and then he gets brought back by nanotechnology. Oh, it's Universal Soldier. Yeah, (laughs) slash Robocop, slash, slash Deus Ex. Oh. Because he gets like- uh, So this was enough like Deus Ex that made you like- you're watching yeah. this movie go and fuck it. I'm gonna. Well, because there's a, he he's got these nanites in him, so he just looks normal. He just looks like mm-hmm. Vin Diesel, except he's like super strong. But the other dudes in it have like mm-hmm. augmentations and stuff. Like they have replaced their arms and all that kind of stuff. And it was very, um, very like uh, Alita a bit and like Deus Ex, the the game. So I was like, oh man, I really go for some some Deus Ex. They should so- combine Alita with Lolita. <laughs> That I need play. to make a sequel Wait. to Alita. Because you like Rosa Salazar, do you, Danny? No, not really. Really? What's I mean, I like? take or leave her, really, to be honest. So I thought, you know what? I will try and play through all of the Deus Ex games. And, oh, um, wow. wow. And you know what? I always have to think about how to pronounce it, right? Because what I've written in here is Juice Ex. Juice Ex. Because one time, because I used to pronounce it when I lived back in Paris as Juice Ex. Juice X, the, yeah, juice it sounds X. like you're saying juice X, which mm. yeah, which is something someone, else entirely. Exactly, including the name of this podcast this week. <laughs> yep. The so I, I, I installed so so I have the original. I have mm-hmm. Invisible War, the second one. I have Human Revolution, and then I have Mankind Divided. And mm-hmm. I've played through all of them at some point in my life. They're actually probably amongst my favorite games. 
particularly the most recent two. Yep. So I started playing the first one and it's aged. I can tell you that. It's quite mm. sparse. Well, it's uh, quite old. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it just, I remember thinking it was very um, impressive at the time and mm. uh, it's quite sparse actually, uh, which is fine. So I'm, I'm playing through that. And then after about two hours of it, I was like, you know what? I probably could just play one of the newer ones. <laughs> so I um, jumped into Human Revolution again. And it honestly, Human Revolution is so fucking good. Have you guys played it? Um, that was, I, I no. played it, but um, I was playing through on hard because I was going for that achievement oh, yeah. and then got up to the boss. Oh, the boss then, fights are silly. Then That's got the-, the shits with it and just stopped playing it. The first guy who's got like the guns attached to him? Yeah. Is that the one? Yeah. Yep. Oh, the grenade launcher or something? No, that. That that was those no. bosses were terrible. They were well. I think what happened at times they were given out to someone else to design them. Yeah, those parts. Yeah, I believe there. that's true. Yeah, yeah, and it was a completely different game. Like up to that yep. stage, I was being stealthy and doing all this stuff, and then I'm up against yeah. this invincible person. Yeah, you put all your points into stealth, and then it's fucking useless because you yep. you just have to shoot this guy to death. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So so I want to go been, back uh, and play it though. I do you should because it's fucking amazing. And then the second one, Mankind Divided, I played. Uh, I want to say last year, but it was probably the year before, and it's fucking excellent as well. And it, mm. but everyone, I don't know, it didn't. There wasn't as much fuss about it as I felt it deserved. I thought it was really fucking good, mm. really good game. So that's uh, that's what I've been playing. Could this you week, start there you? if you'd know, if you'd not played any except for the first one, like I have? Yeah, you could start yeah. with Human Revolution. Yeah, you could probably start with Mankind Divided as well because the the funny thing with it is. People got annoyed with Human Revolution because you do make a lot of choices in, in, in the, your play style and all that kind of stuff. But when that you get to nothing. the end, well, it's not that it meant nothing. It was, you got to the end and you could choose what you were going to do. Mm. And people were saying it would be better if he just did what yes. reflected the way that I'd been acting mm. throughout mm. the rest of the game. And then they were like, yeah, but then people might not want to, we figured people might want to still make a decision at the end. So and there I was some kind of, like Mass Health? Effect 3, where it's like, it doesn't matter what you do, you can still pick whatever ending, basically. Yeah. yeah. But then the start of Human Revolution, it doesn't matter what you picked anyway. Because no matter what you picked, they, they all converged and something happens. So, yes, right. you could literally just start with Mankind Divided. Okay. Because it'll tell, it'll tell you what happened. We'll put so. it this way. I'm probably not going to go back and play them all. I would I say, check one. out, Mankind Divided was fucking excellent. Mm, I would okay. definitely say, check it out. So I went back and uh, and watched something again this week, Matt, on your recommendation. Oh, boy. Because two times, two separate times, I had popped on Colour Out of Space mm-hmm. and had just been put off by the hokey dialogue and acting <laughs> in the first <laughs> 10 minutes. Honestly, yeah. it was 10 minutes in both times that I was like, I'm not going to waste my time with this. No, I get you. Yeah. You liked it enough. That it yeah. made me curious and it made me think that I'm probably missing out on something or maybe I've been a bit too harsh on it. So I went back and I gave it another go. And? And the dialogue is hokey and the <laughs> acting is terrible. <laughs> but when the movie actually starts, yeah. it does get quite good. Yeah. But yeah, it's good. I'll say this. <laughs> I made a note of the time code when I realized I'd started to enjoy it. Yeah. And it, and it was 40 minutes in. And that is that is far too long of a build up for a is horror movie. Is that when movie the meteorite no- hits or, or It's not even later. when the meteorite hits. Like it's, later on. It, it's just that it's when stuff starts to happen. When Nick Cage starts doing his Donald Trump impression? No, no, no. I that see that is my one criticism of this movie is Nicolas Cage chewing the scenery because what you've got <laughs> you've That's got actually funny. the craft in this movie, the cinema craft is very good. Yeah. Great cinematography, beautiful musical score, mm-hmm. sound and When effects. the colour starts taking over, it's fucking amazing. Man, the visuals, so good. everything's great in the craft. Mm. And then right in front of this kind of really interesting horror, <laughs> you've got Nicolas Cage just diverting attention to himself. Yeah. I don't understand. I've Let's never understood him. He has him. a tantrum when he's doing the dishes. Oh, like. Man. Yeah, he's, he. I I like Nicolas Cage, but I did yeah, like when I know, he was, know, he was doing his Donald Trump. I, I mean, that's got to be what he was doing, right? You know how he goes a bit. I didn't pick up on that. I just he, there's a bit where he goes I just a bit funny to and shut he, up because <laughs> his personality starts changing and he goes on. The, he starts doing these little rants, and it just mm. reminded me of. Oh um, yeah, you're probably right. No, I missed that. I missed that subtlety. I'll say this though: 
because I'm a I'm a fan of the story, the original short story, yeah. and the original short story. In, in addition to being cosmic horror, it's also a mystery, right? Yes. And it starts off kind of after this, and it's about this surveyor. There is a surveyor in this movie too, buddy. He's a kind of a peripheral character, but but in mm. the original. He comes to town, he's surveying the town and all the townspeople tell him to avoid this one patch of land called the Blasted Heath. And he goes there and nothing grows there except for this flower that's in this colour he's never seen before. And he tries to track it down by talking to all these people and it turns out that this meteorite had crashed there years ago and things had started to go wrong. Um, Whereas in this, they skip over the mystery and they're just like, meteorite crashes, stuff goes wrong. And then here's a whole bunch of body horror that's not in the story. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, okay, that's what I thought with the fucking alpacas and shit. Yeah, fuck me, man. Um, that was very thing, the thing. Yeah. Like almost yeah. to the same as the thing, but whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But one thing, one thing that, it, that did interest me about this movie was the director, Richard Stanley, who mm. I actually wasn't at all familiar with because- I had initially been drawn to this, not just because it was a Lovecraft adaptation, but because it was um, touted as from the makers of Mandy, which I did like. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. And, and was also uh, very pink. <laughs> yeah, but also had Nicolas Cage, but directed yeah. properly to not chew the scenery. <laughs> it's a fucking um, great movie. Mandy is insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very good. Have you seen um, Mandy, Luke? I don't know no. if you would like it. I think he anyway. should give it a go. Yeah, give it a have shot. A, have it's a couple of drinks weird. and All pop right, it so on I should watch Mandy. Okay. Yeah, don't watch. Should yeah. I watch? Don't watch You're not going to like it. It's fucking weird. <laughs> watch Color Out of Space before you watch Mandy. You know what you might like? Skip them both and watch a movie called Lost Soul Doomed Journey. Lost Soul right? Doomed Journey. What's so I googled. I googled the director of Color Out of Space, Richard yeah. Stanley, and found out that this is a guy who made two movies twenty odd years ago and nothing since. Right until this. Oh. And that huh. interested me, right? Mm. So who is Richard Stanley? Richard Stanley is a guy who made one indie horror movie mm. and then had a studio, I think it was uh, TriStar or one of those guys, just give him a whole bunch of money to make another movie, right? Right. A Hollywood movie. And the movie that he picked was The Island of Dr. Moreau, right? And initially oh. he was going to do that as a $3 million Fairly low budget, creepy cool sci-fi movie, and then they made him get Marlon Brando, and so the budget went up. Then they Mm -hmm. made him get Val Kilmer, the budget went up again. That's right. All of this shit started going wrong, and eventually he gets fired off the movie, right? But at some point, somebody had started making a behind-the-scenes documentary about him, and- So, the making of The Island of Dr. Moreau, which I don't know if you guys remember, but it's- it's Honestly, it's I, garbage. It's no, absolute rem- garbage. Yeah, no, I remember that it was garbage. That's all mm. I remember about it. <laughs> For a number of reasons. But this guy, Richard Stanley, so they shot it in far north Queensland, right? This guy, Richard Stanley, went down there, built all the sets, did all the casting, started filming, and like three weeks in, it got fired. Then he took <laughs> off and started living in the bush, right? What? Yeah, just started living in the Aussie bush hmm. and like like a fucking bush hermit, right? And then- the, the movie just kept getting delayed and delayed and delayed because Brando kept demanding rewrites and <laughs> they were just paying the cast and crew to stay there while Brando just rewrote this thing. Brando wanted to recast it. Brando fired the, the second to lead, which was the guy who played his uh, sidekick because he didn't like mm-hmm. him, um, yeah. and cast a dwarf instead um, who didn't speak English. <laughs> and, um, and, and so it's just it's chaos, chaos. And at some point- a couple of the the teamsters on the crew were out at the local town, whatever the closest local village was to where they were shooting, and they mm. started hearing that there was this guy that had just taken off out into the bush and was smoking a lot of dope and saying a lot of crazy stuff and that he'd been fired off a Hollywood movie. And they were like, wait, do you mean the former director of this movie? And so they went out and found him, right? <laughs> oh, my and God. He was, he was living out in the bush and they- they invited him back stealthily to be a background extra. So Richard Stanley, the original director, it's ended up movie. putting on this fucking goat mask and, and he's in the movie. <laughs> in the movie. That's and funny. no one knew. <laughs> so 
So I almost want to watch Color Out of Space again now with with a newfound respect for this guy. Yeah, exactly. Well, I've just learned that Richard Stanley is the director of Hardware, which is actually mm. one of my favorite movies. Yeah, that's that's his indie movie. That's a fucking great movie. Mm. Mm-hmm. I had actually didn't know that it was. I guess. Yeah, I didn't, actually didn't really even know who directed it. I just really liked that movie. Hardware, oh, hardware yeah. was the was the kind of breakaway hit that got him the multi million dollar deal. Ah, well, there you go. Yeah, hardware's very good. Makes sense. He's a he's a weird and cool guy. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hardware is about, I guess, like a scavenger in the future, far future, mm. post apocalyptic, who finds this uh, busted up android or robot rather that mm. turns out to be like some military fucking machine and it starts killing everybody fucking great movie yeah that sounds damn cool and i'm very glad because i've downloaded it and it's queued up oh it's like late 80s early 90s wasn't it yep. that's the, yeah, yeah. Um, that that great time for sci-fi yeah. it's got um dylan mcdermott as the main character actually i think oh. i'm gonna skip lost souls and go straight to hardware hardware's great yep, fucking let's promise. all watch hardware let's all watch hardware we can discuss it next week. you know what hang on let me let me <laughs> let me add it I haven't seen it in a long time, but I remember <laughs> Hardware being great, and it's on my list of favorite movies. Actually, it's on my list of favorite movies in Letterboxd. Hopefully, hopefully, this rewatching it now doesn't ruin it for you, because going back and watching movies like that after thirty odd years it can be hit and miss. Now, well, I did see something this week that I really liked, mm-hmm. and it's a movie called Antiviral, mm-hmm. and it's from twenty twelve. And I only I watched Sounds this. Topical. <laughs> yeah, well, I thought so too. But so there's a there's an actor that I've started getting into lately called Caleb Landry Jones, and he's this weird looking redhead freckled Texan. And Kuno. Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, fuck does Kuno care? And I've seen him in a couple of things recently, and so I'm curating myself a little bit of a film festival of, of just his movies, and. Um, <laughs> And so there was this one that I hadn't seen called Antiviral 2012, and I watched it. And it's this fucking weird body horror movie about how kind of in the future people are so obsessed with celebrities that they pay to get viruses that celebrities have. Like what? Yeah. The, the first oh, scene this is guy. this. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've seen him in stuff for sure. Um, he yeah. was in a vampire movie that came out last year called Byzantium that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, he's just a weird, creepy guy. Yeah, and I've seen this guy and stuff. Yeah. He was in uh, X-Men. Um, yes, yeah, 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 he is, yeah. Yeah, he's Banshee. Yeah, f- he's first class, right? The yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, like, people pay to get, like, a cold sore put on them that their favourite celebrity has and stuff like that, and it's weird and creepy. And I remember thinking how, like, Cronenberg-esque this was. And yeah. so, of course, I did a bit of research afterwards and realised it's directed and written by a guy called Brandon Cronenberg, who is the son of <laughs> Cronenberg, right? Yeah. And so uh, not following even the his spiritual successor, like literally. No, the- literally, the, the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. so he's passed the torch. And um, I do say, if you haven't seen this, this is, this is a pretty, pretty good, small-timey uh, horror that's, that's worth checking out. All right. Yeah, to the point where I've also uh, gone and downloaded a bunch of his other movies as movies. well. Just to, to check out. Thumbs I'm up. only going to watch one movie. <laughs> You're only going <laughs> to. Oh, shit. Well, in that case. And at the moment, hardware is winning. Yeah, I would mm. say go hardware. And then if you like that, expand from there. <laughs> you know what you can't watch, Luke? You mm. can't watch Gone with the Wind. Oh, no. How will I no. survive not being able to watch that? Well, you that? know, we, we talked about this only a few months ago yeah. on this podcast because I watched it for the first time and found it to be incredibly racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, HBO Max came mm. out and uh, they actually pulled a lot of stuff off HBO Max, not all for this reason. They pulled a lot of the superhero mm. movies for some reason too. A lot of stuff um, being pulled, yeah. So I assume the reason that HBO Max has this in the first place and is even coming up is because HBO Max includes all of the Turner back catalogue. Yeah, Turner I think Classic so. Movies. So that must have been part of that deal. And what they've said is Turner had kind of a blanket uh, disclaimer with the channel that was, you know, these are older movies with mm. older attitudes. And mm-hmm. so they they kind of- didn't feel the need to explain that any further, right? You're watching an yeah. old movie. You know it's an old movie. That's why you subscribe to this channel. 
Whereas now on HBO Max, they're kind of just presenting a bunch of racist stuff. And they were like, we mm. should probably not tell people. <laughs> we should probably- well, they're going to put it back with a disclaimer. That's oh, the plan. Oh, okay. I see. Interesting. Yeah. Because so here's pulled the thing. It down for now. Uh, a lot of movies get criticised for being racist because they contain racist characters, and I disagree with that. Mm. Um, and not just films as well. I'm reading uh, an old Cormac McCarthy novel at the moment that mm. has some very racist language in it. But Cormac yeah. McCarthy isn't a racist. He's yeah. writing a a book set in a different time where people were racist and used language that was unacceptable today. Yeah. That's not what Gone with the Wind is. It's a no. racist movie. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's like not, it's not innocently racist, like say Breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> oh my god! I wonder if they yeah. pulled that off. Whatever the fucking it's on. Oh, I love I, that movie, but I mean, just cut Mickey Rooney out, please. I, so and I can, you could, so I can watch you, it without fucking cringing. You, honest, you honestly could cut it out because nothing else in that movie is even remotely troubling. And yeah. then there's this horrible racist character. It is a, his character is quite weird in that movie because it is a there's very no, different no tone. Reason. It's yeah. like. He doesn't it's, fit in the he, rest of the whole film. He's only in there to be a name that's in yeah. the movie, I bet. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's no other reason for Mickey Rooney to be in that movie. As a fucking Japanese man. Yeah. As, as, a, as a horrible post-war racist stereotype. There's a movie I loved when I was a kid. My, my dad and I used to watch it. And it's called Se- The Seven Faces of Dr. Lau. Have you guys heard of this? It's I've like heard a, of it. It's, yeah. a West, it's a Western from the 60s or 70s. Yeah. Um, but it stars Tony Randall as a Chinaman, right? I'm, I'm doing it. I'm using the word Chinaman because he's not a Chinese man. He's sure. a, yeah, he's a air quotes, Chinaman. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because this is a great movie and there's a lot. I, I watched this recently or attempted to, but I just, <laughs> uh, for starters, I, I didn't want to get caught watching it. Do you know what I mean? I didn't want to have this on in my laptop. <laughs> sure. And look over and have Huego. in Singapore. The yeah. fuck are you watching? And um, <laughs> You're like giggling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's not. It's just not funny. It's not funny. And the, the, the whole point of this movie is that this Chinese man comes to this very backwards Wild West town with a yeah. circus. And he, his circus has all these different kind of freak acts. And he mm. plays them all. Oh. And um, so he, he's doing all of these different all of them have a different voice. All of them have a different <laughs> colour, you know. Ethnicity, and, uh, yeah. yeah. And, and so, it, but not all of them are racist, except for his <laughs> main character, which is horribly so. God. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, uh, mm-hmm. this week, a number of things have been uh, also removed from various streaming services. Uh, Gone with the Wind was the kind of the big one that mm. actually, it, 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 just before we move on from that, um, Amazon sold out of copies of it on Blu-ray and DVD as a result. Yes, of this. the same. Really? Yeah. yeah. Who knew people were that desperate to watch fucking Gone with the Wind? Well, so, people have probably right. never seen it or haven't seen it for decades, and we're like, like oh, no, I can't watch it. Chance. Don't take away yeah. my right to watch racist propaganda. Yeah, <laughs> and you, you'll probably find that these people probably, if they do get the Blu-ray or DVD, they're not going to watch it, or if they do, they will start watching it and go, oh. And turn yeah, it off this, because this yeah. Good. yeah, but as you say, Matt, there's a lot else that's been taken off, and I'd like yeah. to lump these all into a category category called things you didn't realize were blackface but were. Well, some okay, some of these I can, uh, some of these I'm surprised made it as long as they did because they are definitely a product of a period where we were on a fucking line, mm. <laughs> we were moving from one period to another, and I'm surprised. For example, Little Britain. I am surprised Little Britain was hung around as long as it did. I I like Little Britain. I liked it when I was sort of at the time. I thought it was funny. And I don't think it's mean, Mm. which I I think it makes fun of of Britainers more less less than races. Although I guess probably I'm wrong. I think some of it is. I think that's what we thought. And I certainly think that was what was in their hearts when they made this. Yeah. But but I I think- because I think the reason they got away with this was because it wasn't America. You couldn't have done this in America at the same time. No. Like, yeah. When, when you've got him, you know, painted black because he's Mr. T. Like, yeah. That was funny because they're British. Yeah. And they don't, they don't have racism in Britain. Oh, wait, they do. Okay. And this was horrible <laughs> to the people that it involved then. And we're only just realizing that now. So. Yeah. 
And uh, look, honestly, my favourite Little Britain characters are not the racist ones anyway. It's the um, the little <laughs> tiny actor man. He was my favourite Little Britain character. Oh, he's so good. Passing him the big glass of juice and stuff. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Macbeth's been a very naughty man. That's the best character. My my <laughs> favourite was the concert pianist that would just stop mid-fucking-song and just be like, what time's the Sainsbury shut? Yeah. On a Thursday? Hmm. And then just start playing again. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was good. So, I, I yeah, I did That's like Little Britain. I'm not, I'm not surprised it got pulled. In fact, mm. I, I'm surprised it lasted as long as it did. And their other show, uh, which I think I talked about at one point, Come Fly With Me, which yeah. is more racist, mm-hmm. uh, which is weird because it came out After. much later. It's much more yeah. recent, yeah, where they, I, I mean, it's, again, it's got some very funny stuff in it that I think the funniest stuff in it is where they're making fun of racists. Like there's a mm. sequence where um where what's his name the the taller guy yeah. from the from, you know who I mean I, uh, I actually David don't know I don't know which one is which <laughs> David Williams he plays uh like a custom security officer at the airport and they've pulled this Polish man aside just because he's Polish mm-hmm. and he's got like a fairly simple Polish name like um I don't know what's a Polish name Krasinski sure Krasinski will do right it's not hard. <laughs> But every time he says, he's, he's like, Mr. looks down at the passport, like pulls a face and goes, Mr. Yeah. Krasinski. Like every time he says, well, let me ask you, Mr. Krasinski, what are you doing here in Britain, Mr. Krasinski? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just a very funny sketch because it makes fun of the, the racist yeah. guy, not yeah, yeah, Polish yeah, yeah. people. But then there are also, they play two Japanese girls. Uh, which oh, is God. very racist. And yeah. I think it has a screenshot of, of, of that in this article. Uh, if you scroll uh, down. Oh, no, it doesn't. Never mind. I must have seen that somewhere The, else. the thing is, because uh, I do agree with you, making fun of the racists um, is different to making fun of a race. Yes. However, I think we're past that now. It's like, it's like we were allowed to do that, providing we didn't abuse that privilege, and we did. So now we can't have nice things. Like right. it's it's not enough now to just not be a racist. You you just mm. you have to just not talk about race now. In I've your pasted in I pasted in a link that just has a lot of pictures. And if you scroll down at the bottom, you'll see there they play two Japanese schoolgirls. And uh, oh god, yeah. And then also, if you scroll up, you'll see uh, they play Taj, uh, uh, I guess mm. a Pakistani man, and then um, oh a, a black woman. Yeah. 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 No. <sighs> but here's the thing, right? Because the the other one that's been banned that only Australian listeners are, I'm pretty sure, are going to know is Summer Heights High. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Lilly. All of Chris, Chris Lilly's shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the thing is with Chris Lilly is other other of his shows less, but definitely Summer Heights High, he, he does play an- – one non-white character. Yeah, the Tongan. Yeah. But I I think he played that with such Yeah, like, I know what you're going to say, yeah. It wasn't he wasn't being racist. He no, was he played it with so much heart to the yeah. point where it was possibly the most respectful portrayal of a Tongan or of a Pacific Islander on yeah. Australian television certainly at the time. You know what I mean? Like he brought a heart to to that kind of character that's usually just, the, you know, the thug, right? Yeah, like all of his um, shows are comedies, but they have like a like an emotional mm. aspect to them. Like there's yeah. all, all of the characters go through this journey kind of thing. And- so part of me does feel it's a shame that, that something like that is now cancelled. But, but, but I guess yeah. it, maybe we thought of it as, you know, done with love and Tongans watched it and was like, don't fucking make fun of me. <laughs> Yeah, why is he in brownface? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so, so for people who don't know who Chris Lilly is, he did these kind of like we were saying, like I guess well, like eight episode shows that were he played all of the character, all the main mm. characters, <laughs> and there were all these kind of like funny, interesting characters, and some of them happened to be other races. Like We Can Be yeah. Heroes, which is actually probably my yeah. favorite of his shows. He played Ricky Wong, who is a Chinese mm. kid. Like it's so self referential that mm. like. I don't know. I feel like it's just quite clever. Yeah. In being not okay. Yeah, I but uh, yeah, unfortunately on the spectrum of 
still doing a racist caricature. And the thing yeah. is, the, the whole premise of We Can Be Heroes was that Australians come in all shapes and sizes yes. and that, you know, only a certain demographic of that was represented in t- TV. Yeah. And so he is doing that. But, but of course, he plays all the characters. So, so he's, technically he's doing, you know, Chinese face. You can say yellow face. That's a thing. Oh, I was actually, I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah, he's doing yellow face. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's not even. It's just him with a pair of glasses on doing a funny voice. Yeah. So he's doing yellow voice. Can't do voices. Can't do voices anymore. No, Luke's gone silent. He's pissed off at me now. <laughs> I've just got nothing to add to. <laughs> I have nothing to add to that conversation. Mm. The, one on, the one thing that's on this list that confuses me is the Mighty Boosh. Yeah. Because this is an interesting one. Because they this, do- This one's one for you, Luke. Yeah, he's, he's in the Mighty Bush, right? He's in blackface, but he's not he's, playing an African person. He's just literally painted his face black. He's a yep. person with a black face. Yeah, he does. I mean, they do- If you haven't seen the Mighty Bush, I don't even know how to explain it. It's, it's, a, it's a weird show. <laughs> um, but they all play different characters in it, and they wear, like, green makeup and- mm. Green makeup or wolf- it's like fur in their face, like the, crack, the moon. Fox. I think you mean the crack fox. Yeah, oh, the moon. Yeah, crack fox. Yeah, like yeah. all. Yeah, just all weird yeah. shit. Mm. Like, but never, as far as I can recall, never race racial. It's always just there's one weird character. There's, there's one. one history of Is jazz. There? Yeah, yep. there's one where Howard wants a rare jazz record, and there's a flashback to the the old jazz man. Who oh. who made huh. the record? And I guess, technically speaking, he's in blackface when he plays him. But you wouldn't have noticed because it's it's oh. not it's not minstrel blackface. It's it's different mm. somehow. But I mean, it this doesn't is, matter um, now, as we've discussed. I'm looking at yep. a picture of it. This is like like voodoo. Yes, New Orleans. Like uh, what's the guy from fucking the James Bond movie? Yeah, from uh, yeah. Do- uh, which, uh, the, the voodoo witch doctor looking kind of thing, right? Yes, yeah. that's the one. I mean, it's it's like a it's a skull, you know. It's like a it's like yeah. A, it's it's mm, yeah. Mm, okay, no, but this makes more sense, I guess. Yeah, I think now that's that I'm seeing the this. one that caused it all, and he has mm. dreadlocks. Well, yeah. that's the, I, I feel like if he didn't have the dreadlocks, and he's doing a voice, yeah, yeah. If he didn't have the dreadlocks, it'd probably. Be be a different story, but he does. Yeah, he does. No fielding cancelled. I like no fielding. It. Yeah. And he's been fairly progressive in other ways too, you know, promoting oh, androgyny and, you know, all this. Um, <laughs> yeah. But you do cradle blackface of filth. once, you're cancelled. Oh, what, what did no um, fielding do with Cradle of Filth? No, no. Well, he, in um, the, the IT, IT crowd, crowd. He yep. plays, uh, what's oh, his name? The, the yeah, goth? Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that episode. Yes. But at the funeral for um, Renum. You can't come to a funeral like that. What funeral? Yeah. Renum Industries. Yeah. Where he gives him the, gives us his cradle of filth CD. It's helped me through some really tough times. (laughs) (laughs) Just say, I'm sorry for your loss and move on. (laughs) He comes sorry for your loss. loss. Move Move on. on. (laughs) (laughs) So good. That show is fucking fantastic. Probably can't air that now because Gay the Musical. Oh, yeah. No, I think that was fine. It's not a gay musical, is it? Gay musical. (laughs) I'm disabled. Disabled. Leg disabled. (laughs) What kind of disabled? Leg disabled. Are we allowed to do, is he Scottish or Irish? What's Irish? He's Irish. He's Welsh or something, is he? I don't know. Oh, fuck. I don't know now. No, he's He's Irish. He's white so we can make fun of him. (laughs) Where is the line, do you reckon? France, but not Italy. You know, is that where it is? You can do you can do any of the British Isles. You can do France, Germany. Can you do For above now. that? Can you? You can, you can do, do. You can do, you can do Scandinavia. Forever. Yeah, German forever. Gem- they've, yeah, they've opened the doors. They blew to it. That. They blew it. Yeah, yeah, they ruined it <laughs> for themselves. You can do Scandinavia. I feel Finland still fine. Poland, or are we pushing it with Poland? But Poland, no, Poland. You can't because because Pol- the Polish have a lot of trouble in uh, Britain with racism. So. Okay. Okay. So yeah. basically, literally, Finland is the eastern border. Well, that's the thing, right? Now that I've said that, 
I think it depends. It really does depend on what country you're in, right? Mm. Because mm-hmm. we grew up with be somewhere else. <laughs> Let, let's get off this topic. Why? All right, fine. Like Dan's. <laughs> <laughs> I I know what you mean, Matt. But it's important we stop all of them. Yes. Yeah. Stop all the immigrants. No. That's- no. Stop all the racism. <laughs> I know. No, no. All I'm no. saying is no, you may saying, not be aware of why something is racist because yes. you don't live in a country where it's a problem. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. My point is just that, yeah, that what, what you think is okay because people don't make fun of those people where you are doesn't mean it's okay. Exactly. Yeah. But that's what I was saying before when I, when I said it used to be okay to just not be racist. Sure. Like, okay, well, I can laugh at a racist joke because I'm not a racist. Or right, I can right, laugh right. at, you know what I mean? Like, I, gotcha. okay, I can watch Breakfast at Tiffany's because I'm not a racist. Whereas yeah. now it's like, that's not enough. Because yeah. by laughing at that joke, by watching this thing, you're perpetuating stereotypes that are harmful. And as you say, you might not be aware of the depth of harm that that is yep. to certain groups of people. Because we're lucky. Mm. Yep. Oh, yeah. I read, you know, everyone, everyone's talking about it right now, and it's hard to, it's hard to, to, to not uh, talk about it. But I did, I did mm. see one that was quite succinct the other day that just said, if you learned about racism rather than experiencing racism, yeah. you're lucky. Yeah, I think that mm. sums up my experiences. Like, mm. Yeah. Obviously, as a white guy, like, it's, it's, yeah, you just kind of have to listen to what people are telling you. Yeah, because you probably right. don't. You probably don't understand exactly. So it's all well and good for us to go. Oh, you know, a little bit of summer heights high, blackface is all right, isn't it? No, it's not. And you know why? Yeah. Because the people that that affects are telling us it's not. So okay, mm. shut up. We listen now. Here's Sanjeev McCurry. <laughs> He's been missing for a while. He's Scottish. We said Scotland's yep. okay. Scotland is okay because we've got Luke. Yep. Look at mm-hmm. him. Look at him. Look at that Scottish beard. I, so, Luke, I, I, re- I remember you telling us recently that you trimmed your beard. I did. That is looking as hulkish as I've ever seen it. Yeah, I cut about. It's, it's wider than I remember off. it being. Yeah. And yeah, even trim right. down the sides a little bit. But yeah, no, I cut a couple of inches off. I've just got a couple of inches to spare. Oh, mm. Again, he's talking about the cock ring. <laughs> Sick of it. Sick of hearing about it. Well, what about the Bill and Ted trailer that they finally. I can now accept that it's actually happening. Man, I'm on board. Because remember, that. I've been getting annoyed with this whole thing for many years now because they keep announcing it and stuff's happening, but no one was actually doing anything. Yep. <laughs> now I believe that it's going to come out. I This trailer made me so happy because yeah. it's like it's, it's weird and janky and like it's Bill and it, Ted. It looks fun. Yep. Mm. It looks stupid. It looks, it looks like they had fun making it and yes. we're going to have fun watching it. Yeah, it's silly. It doesn't make any sense. They go forward in time to steal the song that they're going to write <laughs> that will change the world because they can't write it themselves. So yeah. they're going to travel forward in time so and steal good. it off themselves in the future. So That's good. That's almost a stolen joke from uh, Flight of the Concords, though. Because oh, really? Flight of the Concords have a gag where David Bowie accuses what is it David Bowie accuses them of Oh no no they go back in time and teach David Bowie his own songs. Okay. Something like that. It reminds me of that. I know all I remember is the episode where he has a dream that it's David Bowie. Yes. Yeah. Him as Why David, is David Bowie. David Bowie in your freaky dream. That's right, yeah. Actually yeah. The, the the going back in time and giving David Bowie the David Bowie songbook might actually not be in the show it might just be in their live show. So Oh okay. If you know that show well and you're like, that didn't fucking happen, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast at multiplenerdgasm.com. Mm. Correct. Oz. Or Dan. I guess if you want to be specific. Yeah. Hopefully yeah, there's no Ted- blackface in that, though. In the Bill and Ted trailer or in the Fly of the Concords? Both, because I like yeah. them both. Yeah. Yeah. I liked that they, uh, we got a glimpse of them as, uh, I guess, their future selves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, trailer's fun. So unfortunately, we now just have to wait till. Oh, it's coming out this year, isn't it? It's August. Oh, who fucking knows, man? What well, the it's slated? Yeah, for at August. this point, it's hard to say, really, right? Hmm. I mean, I is it so. is it gonna is it gonna stream or are they gonna hold out like uh, Tenet? Well, see, well, Tenet got delayed. It did get delayed now. But yeah, but it got thought... delayed because because they could be release theaters. it now. It's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I think with Bill and Ted, I'm okay with. I don't really want to go to the movies to see this. I'd be happier to stream this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that I would bother going to the movies. To In see fact, this. if they brought this out on VHS, I might want to watch it that way. Yeah, yeah just for old times' sake. I this- I probably would go and see this just so that I could see it quickly. Quickly, but I yeah. would actually mm. ideally just watch it at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the type of movie I think it Tortuga. Yeah. I feel like that about a lot of movies, to be honest. Mm. Most movies these days. I go to the movies because I want to see it. Immediately. You don't want to have to wait three months, three, six months for it to come out. Yeah. It's not about, I don't care about the movies anymore, really. Yeah, I agree. Well, it's not that I'd even care about the The movies suck. The cinema sucks. It used to be that it was like a really good setup and I could watch movies on a big screen with a good sound. Well, I have that now. So it's fine. Yeah, I, so I, d- I still don't mind going to the movies every now and again, but I prefer to. I like it when the cinema's empty because yeah, I, I hate people. <laughs> yeah, but they don't like I, that. And there's always one, well, at least one person on their freaking phone. Yeah, but the, yeah. the thing is, if it was always like that, then they would just go out of business. Yes. So, but mm. doesn't stop me liking it that way. No, that's true. <laughs> no, you can like it whichever way you like, Luke. Yep. That's all for this week. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe and iTunes to receive episodes automatically. We'll see you next time.